The boys back in town, town. Damn right, dude. Just OGs, couple of couple of OG podcasters in the room. Now is this is this Pat's private place or is this, this is Pat's private place? I think this dude. is a pi- private place, but we'll put it on Spotify. We'll put it on Spotify. We need we'll some content the people here. Um, how you been, man? I'm How's good. Now that I'm in your private place. Yeah, now you're in the private place. I know what I wanted to ask you about. How was Buds Three? How did it go? Successful Bud show was very successful. Good, good. Uh, they had like 250 people show up. Uh, a bunch of artists sold stuff. That's the important fucking, part. People yeah. are buying shit, and it is like, especially like group shows like that. It's nice when people can make a little extra sca- scratch, dude. Exactly. Like everyone always wants it to be this big party. They want it to be the Instagram party. Yeah, yeah. You got it. It's way more. People are gonna be way more thankful. The artists are going to be way more thankful who are the most important piece of the whole thing mm-hmm. when they get to walk away with like some loot in their pocket. Cause that's, I mean, there's nothing that's better the, than doing what you enjoy and, and for cash, you know, having cash involved is always better. Yeah. It's like everyone's doing it for the love of it, but at the end of the day, a little extra bread in that. Yeah. And the toast. I mean, we love hurt. doing this, but nine bucks a month on Patreon makes that's it that much for. sweeter. Yeah. That's exactly what it's for. It's perfect. Now, not to, not shine on anyone as much or anything, but there, was there anyone that really stood out this year? Any really, really cool pieces that kind of um, caught were, your fancy? There were a bunch of really cool pieces. Uh, Wayne, the homie, definitely crushed it. Um, my buddy Alan, who I work with, did these really cool like resin pieces. So it's like layered resin and it like. Is it like pre- sparkly kind of? Um, it it's not like sparkly. It's more just like resin in a bowl, but it's like the way it's laid creates an image once it's all the way filled to the top but you have things in the foreground and background is it like resin from like a tree or no like no it's it? like clear clear resin gotcha so then you can see the whole image through yeah um, i've seen people do like the resin pine cone yeah things, yeah which is no cool. this is more of like a full image so he'll like layer photos in between the layers of resin that's sick and then yeah it'll create this like big 3d image a lot of talented people here in cleveland you'd never know dude you would never know. And well, LeBron there, James. <laughs> he's pretty talented. Well. If there, you know, if we didn't have Buds 3, how would we see all these wonderful artists? And hopefully soon we get a Buds 4, dude. I'm I'm sure there will be. What was the space like? Have you been there uh, before? The space was killer. Shout out uh, Nick. He It's his photo studio, but he let us use it for the event. Let us be in there. I mean, people were in there at all hours just getting shit set up, and he was really cool about it. So shout out him. Um, hopefully it brought a little extra attention to his business. Yeah. But he's already killing it, too. So I, we were super thankful. It was nice to be in a different spot than all the usual locations. Does he photograph? Does, will he do, like, bands and stuff like that? Um, or more I for kn- clothing? No, he. I know he has a wedding photo business. Okay. But I think he also... I think he'll kind of just do whatever. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, I know he works for, like, other businesses. He does wedding stuff. I think he's just anything that needs some photos taken. Right. Well, I only ask because the band, our, our band, we've done a bunch of photo shoots, but they've all been outside. I've never been in, like, a studio. In a studio? And that just kind of brings it, like, something a little different. You know, I mean, everyone yeah. wants that natural light, obviously, but. No, I agree. It's sometimes you want to switch it up. Dude. I mean, you you, and be... I know you've said this before. You're, like, you're more of an indoors guy. I love the indoors. <laughs> I love it. Pe- you know, people are always obsessed with the outdoors. It Everyone wants to be attention. outside, dude. Guess what? Why do we build these buildings then? <laughs> what the hell do we build? All- if everyone wanted to be outside so much, 
knock these buildings down. A mausoleum to. We lived outside at one point. We did. We could could go back. Yeah. Let's go back. Just like a fucking tent. We'll bring the mammoths back. We'll fucking. We'll. There's a reason why people only go camping like twice a year. Exactly. Uh, like, I, like your guys' trip coming up, I remember you, I was like, "Oh, you guys like going to be outside?" You're like, "Oh no, we have a house." <laughs> yeah, we have we have a house. I'm I might not come back from this trip, dude. Uh, I th- did you show me pictures of this place? I think I showed you some pictures. And this is in uh, uh, Wyoming, Utah. Utah, Utah. So we'll be near Zion, right? Um, and that's where Jesus was born, right? And that's where Jesus is from. Is Zion National Park? <laughs> the arches. That's where he was crucified. Um. I'm excited though, dude. What I don't know if there's rattlesnakes out there, pumas. Ooh, maybe. You I, got do, I n- thought you you're supposed to look these things up before you go. That's what I'm supposed to look up, dude. I gotta get a bunch of sunscreen. Because you know it's the one time you don't look it up is you're gonna be encountered. That's when by I one get these, it. One of these beasts. I've been I've been watching plenty of snake videos though. I don't know how to handle myself. Yeah. I won't get nervous. You might even that. find animals that no one's even seen before, dude. Do you think I could discover a new animal? Out I always there? imagine that. Like well, that must have been like someone just sees some animal and they're like, "Yo, what the fuck is that?" And yeah, then they what, just name it. That would be insane. What if I found like maybe a little monkey living out there? Yeah, or a small predatorial cat, or like well, you know, what's his name? Darwin would like go around and like go to different islands and like sketch these animals like because people knew they existed but like no one had really documented them i mean here and there but how that's that's what that was his whole evolution thing because then he would start seeing the similarities between these animals because he drew them up you know well i think he had i I know he had a camera were cameras around then i don't think they were no i don't know they were brand new there's photos of charles darwin yeah, he died but he was way later than... He had I, a gnarly beard, dude. Crazy beard. <laughs> but he... um, I think he thought of... He was like, I think evolution might be real. And then he went down to Galapagos. And they, he was like, oh, this shit is on. Yeah, a lot this of animals. Is very, well, it's a lot of animals. I think it was the finches. There's a bunch yes. of finches yes. in Galapagos. And all of them have genetically evolved to have like different attributes and he was noticing that where it's like oh these ones eat this fucking bug so they're able to like get their beaks into the wood yeah these ones predominantly eat shit on the ground so they're like stronger they've evolved that way you know after years and years and that's what he kind of came to see i was curious yeah no okay so i don't think he was alive when like the dodo bird was around I don't. When did the dodo go extinct? That's what I just. I just had to look it up because I'm like, I knew that this thing existed at one point. But I don't know. Goofy if he, looking thing. The dodo was in Australia. No. Um, what well says Dutch soldiers? An island on the Indian Ocean. Indian Ocean. So okay. probably near Australia. Yeah. yeah. Like so that checks. And out. they didn't even eat them. They were just killing dodo birds. It's at around 1600, and it went extinct about 80 years later. Deforestation, hunting. Destruction of their nests by animals that the Dutch brought to the island. Yeah, <laughs> like pigs. some like dogs and pigs. pigs. Yeah, like fucked up their nests. Pigs fuck up everything. It's such an interesting looking animal, though, or was the dodo. <laughs> the the first thing it says, it just says, uh, "The dodo is a lesson in extinction." It because we just <laughs> killed them off out of sport because they were bored on that island. Well, I heard they were very easy to hunt as well. They, they were, were super very easy. That's why I mean, people call you a dodo bird. You're done. What if they, what if that was just a rumor? What if they actually were very intelligent? Well, also these birds have no idea what people are. So they weren't like scared of us. They were, they're kind of scary looking. Oh, there's a, there's a skeleton of it. I wonder if this is real. Oh, I'm sure. That looks real. 
It's on CNN. CNN's <laughs> not going to fake it. Well, I mean... Well, that's weird, though, because bird skeletons usually don't... Um, they won't fossilize because they're hollow bones. But this, but this was like a dinosaur. These things were oh, like I lightweight agree. dinosaurs, man. So Oh, and they also couldn't fly. Right. So maybe they had denser probably, bones. Yeah, like a penguin. Like penguins got those heavy bones, too, I'm sure. Do, oh, yeah, I bet they do. <laughs> I never thought about that. I think that. it's a Simpsons episode where they're at the zoo and, like... Lisa just opens up some door and it's like the penguin, like, in, and like they're all flying around in the penguin exhibit. And then they see her and they just like stop and just like stare at her and she just walks away. Like, what if penguin, if penguins could fly secretly? Awesome. I bet they can glide. I bet if it got a good running start. Like if it just was going off an iceberg, like yeah. it was killing itself and then changed its mind and put its wings out. We should like give them devices so they can fly. Let, yeah, give them artificial a second set of wings. But if, it, I, if you saw this thing out in public, this dodo bird, man, I'd be, oh yeah. I, see, I don't really mess with birds. They're kind of scary. The beaks. birds freak me out. Dude. Yeah, they they probably scare. They probably killed these things because they were freaky. I wonder. They probably tasted pretty good. No, they said they tasted like shit. That's why. Who they, said that? The Dutch. The Dutch. And they're known for the uh, cuisine. Dutch pancakes, a- apple dude. pies. <laughs> Yeah, Dutch apple and pies. In their oven. They bake them in their, their ovens. Yeah, they got a bunch of good food shit over there. Holland's, Holland rips. I agree. Well, okay, so what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, these animals. So, yeah, you might find some new animals I out there. I could find a new animal. Like a there. different kind of snake that no one's ever seen before. Or uh, what's the animal from uh, Holes? Uh, the yellow spotted dragon lizard or whatever? Oh, yeah, because they're just bearded dragons. Yeah, they just like put like little speckles yeah, on the look- back. Shout out that movie. That movie just turned 20 years old. I believe it. I mean, that... That's like kids watching that now is like when we would watch like The Goonies when we were kids. It's... Have you seen Zero lately? Uh, no. Is he... He's got... I'm, I'm going to just go out on a limb and say face tattoos. No, he hasn't gone full face tattoos. He does still kind of have that 2005-esque style. Okay. And... Does he the, shop at Highland? <laughs> No, he you know it's like a, not even like a good throwback. It's like that weird LMFAO kind of. Oh, like, his hair and shit. I don't not like even his hair anymore. Just like his pants, like they're like acid washed, but it's like I feel like they're red. Yeah, um, a lot of like tiger print for yeah, some reason. Yeah. <laughs> the last time I saw it, though, it was a like some short on YouTube, and he's just like, "All right, guys, I'm gonna be cracking open some packs." And oh, was, I was he doing like, Pokemon cards? I I think it might have been Disney cards. I think he's trying Disney, to get his own card. Well, no, Disney did uh because now everyone is thinks fucking buying trading cards is gonna be they're like the stock market. Okay, Bozo, why don't you buy a couple of packs of holographic basketball cards? It's not even buying a pack anymore. You have to buy the whole box, an unopened box of like fucking the first generation Pokemon. It, oh, and it's not even just that anymore. and hope Dude, that you get a good card. You watch these people open. We're going to get into some box ripping talk right have now. Have you been watching? Uh, I, I watched some box Did you watch King Coll- King's Collectibles on Netflix yet? No. Watch that. Watch. I don't have Netflix. Or not I, King. No, it's called, yeah, King of Collectibles. You don't have Netflix right now? I don't right have now? Netflix, dude. It's pretty good. And I believe yeah, it. He has, it's uh, Ken Golden. You ever heard of him? Mm. Golden Auction House. It's an online auction house for collectibles. I, if I saw him, I might know. They're is very he, successful. Because I feel like that's the main. Is that like the main guy? He was on Pawn Stars a bunch. And no, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, no, 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 no. I'd never seen this guy before, but Dylan knew who he was. Shout out to Vito. You're probably the only one listening right now. Uh, he like was hanging out with Logan Paul ripping packs. He was that, hanging out. That's with, exactly what I'm thinking. Uh, of. Drake. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the guy. And but you watch these people open packs, and they do. I love the 
the negative to plus number. Yeah. Where they open, they're like, all right, $250 pack. Let's see what we fucking got. And they like rifle through and the first nine cards. They're at uh, $4 maybe. And they're like, all right, now it's time to get it. And this it's is like, the one right here. Yeah, you're like, Jesus, this whole thing is per- perpetrated on like this one card. Yeah, I had friends that were watching these pack on like on Twitch. The people it's on Twitch. Crazy. I, I look at the, the guy's got like 10,000 people watching on Twitch. It the- is so wild. I get it because op- opening a pack of cards when you're a kid. Yeah. And I'm sure it's the same way now. I, if someone just dropped off a bunch of cards here, I'd open every pack. Yeah. It's sick. It's a treasure hunt. But what kind of cards are you into? Buying? The sports cards, or uh, um, did you get into Pokemon? I, I when I was a kid, I got I was, into Pokemon for about a year. When I was a kid, I was definitely I did some Pokemon, I did some Yu Gi Oh, I did some fucking Digimon. I definitely did a little bit of Magic. I kind of hit. I just wanted to open packs of cards, right? And I just love. I remember that finding. Smell. Everyone loves the smell. I remember there was this game. It was called like G. Four or some weird it was a just a letter number combo and we me and my buddy matt found a bunch of packs at like a salvation army or goodwill somewhere and we were just like dude let's just buy all these packs and we'll play we'll learn to play the game you open up all the cards look at all the art on them uh, essentially just throw them out immediately. <laughs> cards and I, now they're worth a shit ton. I mean, I'm sure those aren't, but cards I did think were really cool were those like Marvel. It was mostly Marvel. Oh, the ones DC. from the 90s. Yeah, those, those were sick. And it, they're hard to find now because however they were printed, I guess they like fucking stick together. Oh. So even, I, I think I've talked about this before because I've... Does anyone have a full set? Like I've seen people with full sets I've tried to watch dudes do pack breaks for them, but unfortunately, people who do pack breaks and record themselves are also very weird. Yeah. And not all, but (laughs) apparently mostly Marvel cards. Some of the reactions can get a little nuts, yeah. Because all the, like, women on the cards in the 90s are just, like, bazunga tits and, like, smoke and bods and just in these, like crazy cindy crawford like high cut bikini yeah yeah and the guy's always like he's like oh shadow cat <laughs> meow <laughs> and then they're like because they'll separate rare ones they always like separate their weird porno ones into like their own category this is going for the front yeah, pocket yeah. it's like some <laughs> weird 50 year old guy who's like rogue what have you been hiding and you're like <laughs> Jesus, dude, can you just get through the packs without being, like, fucking popping, like, bricked up? <laughs> but those were the coolest cards, because I thought the art they on were them was sick. so... Yeah, and they show the abilities and stuff. Yeah, it's it gave a cool... Prior to me ever... Because I'm such a fucking nerd of having the, like, DC encyclopedia, Marvel encyclopedia, the Marvel year by year. Like, I love just the blurbs. Yeah. To me, those are the... Shorts and it gives you every it gives you everything you need to know, right? I mean, yeah, more or I just want to hear this like little blurb on. Brings I don't you want up to speed. Yeah, I don't want to read thirty comics that have like this one character in it for yeah. two pages, two to six pages each book, and you're piecing together what they can and can't do. So I mean, it definitely is like the lottery though, but that's why people love 
ripping these packs and stuff because you really do never know when you're going to find gold, like straight up. Because like, the one kid, this is crazy. I never heard anything like this. Yeah. It was uh, F1 Racing apparently has sports it's cards. It's huge, yeah, dude. And Those the are all crazy, I, I, I had no idea. Well, the one guy, he's like the best racer in the world. His name's like Lewis Hamilton. Yeah. They only made one. Hottie. They made one card. One one of exi- this card. One exists, and it's yeah. And this kid ripped one. And I think was, I might have seen something. It was per- it was. I mean, obviously he kept it in perfect condition, so it's rated a ten. And some private buyer, like on the show, like some, they bring in a private buyer. They wouldn't tell him how much they gave because he wants to control the market. Yeah. But they're like, yeah, they, he got over a million dollars. It was some fourteen year old kid from Quebec and his it, dad, which is awesome. I life changing money. Super. It's the same way of. Like almost coin collecting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's these random ass things where the niche. I feel like it's something you, a hobby you get into because someone you know is also into it. So you kind of, it's like being on the dark side, dude. There's always like an apprentice. Yeah. To who you are. The, f- the fence. Yeah. So. Then you have, yeah. Then you have to worry about who you're selling it to. I mean, yeah. Well, speaking of, yesterday I just caught some video. It was a comic, comic convention somewhere. And this dude had a Amazing Fantasy 15. Which, uh... For Spider-Man, That's Spider-Man, yeah. Yeah. And if it's not 15, I apologize. It's 15, you're right. But um, he had it slabbed. It was a 1.0. I mean, it was beat. Yeah, yeah. And it's this old, like, little, like, glass, like, little round glasses, old guy with, like, longer hair, and he's like... Well, I've got a 7.5, but I wanted a more affordable one for people. And that one would still go for $25,000. it really? That's what he, he said 20 to 25 for a 1.0 slab, Amazing Fantasy. Dude, we should, we should hit some garage sales this year, man. I'm down. But someone stole it from his booth. Oh, no. And he's like, that, good luck trying to sell that, blah, 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 blah. And it's like. Yeah, I feel like he's gonna be fine selling. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't. I, mean, I don't think the but, honor amongst nerds. But it is slabbed. It is slabbed. Think about it. That guy probably has the only one that's like a. How many one point are there? I agree with that, but I was wondering. So if he takes it out of the slab, which risky on a yeah. 1.0 because this motherfucker looks it like it's spent. Apart. It could have spent two years in the sea. Yeah, and if you take it out and re. Submit it to the same per. So oh, no. let's say it's CGC. Yeah, would CGC know? Like, would I'm wondering if they categor or catalog probably like probably has errors. A probably has a serial number. Think oh yeah, or what? Well, yeah. I don't think they really used barcodes back then, but it had to have some sort of num- you know. But I'm wondering if they're like, oh, or whatever. Photo, they do, like they do with um, like jerseys and stuff. They fo- they probably photo match it. That's what I was going to say. They probably take these fine close up shots of. Well, because they. I'm wondering if they are also using those pictures to compare. Sure. Because they're like, oh, well, we're comparing these ones. It's like, yeah. this is the same book. What an interesting job. They're like, oh, yeah, I grade comics. You know, like, that'd be crazy. I, or cards. Cards, yeah. I mean, working at CD or CGC, because I think that's like the big one. <laughs> CDC. C- the CDC. Fauci, is that what Fauci's doing over there? Grading He's cards? Grading, I'll, get, I'll get to the virus. I've got to check these Charizards. <laughs> I've got to check these Charizards first. I'll get to the virus. I get it. <laughs> but I've got so many Charizards coming in, I can't handle myself. <laughs> they, uh, I wonder what you make fucking just grading cards. How do you get better at it, too? Like, yeah. how are they like, wow, you've 
you really killed it this it's year. It's probably a tenured thing. Oh, you've worked your X amount of years. You've graded X amount of books. You are. Oh yeah, I guess your speed. Well, no, I think more so just your long you know, how how long you've been there, how many how many things you've seen, how many things yeah. you come across your desk. Because I wonder if it's different departments yeah. or if it's just. Think about the guy that can't like who created it. Like, oh yeah, by the way, if you want to get your comics rated, yeah. you go through me. Yeah, if you want to know how good your comic is, I'll be the guy saying yeah. who's good and who's not. And his not. name is Anthony Fauci. Yeah, it's me, Anthony Fauci. I'm going to be great in comics and diseases. <laughs> the coronavirus was a 6.7. <laughs> it was not good. They, um, <laughs> But now they do like video games and shit too. People get everything graded. Yeah, I mean, and that goes off the case as well or just the disc itself because um, my cases are all caked with fucking weed resin and well, shit of course. it's you, all it's all crystallized you teeth. use them appor- appropriately yeah or just, or just like that just like that film in general you know just it, from something being old and sitting around for a long time i've seen people who have like unopened like still in the cellophanes getting those graded and stuff i have <laughs> my buddy sold me an unopened copy of uh inner space on vhs that Unopened uh, VHS were yeah. at one point were really going. Some of the rare ones, maybe, but but no, no these were even like, um, like fucking orig- first Jurassic Park printing. Oh, well, that sealed and th- during here. This is also during quarantine when everyone was just like, I, "We don't know how money works anymore, yeah, and everything's worth money. Yeah, everything's valuable. What do you Beanie have, Babies? Oh, Beanie Babies are the ultimate flop, though. Yeah. I don't think Beanie Babies ever catch. Some of them are still worth money, but it's very specific, and it and, has to be in pristine condition. And I think they have to be almost like error Beanie Babies, because I know there's a like one they put like a cock on it or well, something. Yeah, yeah, it's one's just got a big set of tits. The um, no, there. I don't know how that slipped past us. Oh my god, that is a pussy on this Beanie Baby, <laughs> and otters don't even have pussies like that. <laughs> That's not accurate at all. That's not no. That's not good. Um, no, the princess died. Rest R.I.P. Yeah, you know that bear. Um, she, I, th- from what I was told, there is one that's filled with like the commemorative one is filled with like different beans. Okay, and then there's like a general release one, and the the special one is obviously like the valuable one. But again, who the fuck's still collecting? The comics have, I get. There's people that have just held on to their collection for so many years, you know? It's just such an arbitrary, weird thing that was made to be collectible that... Well, the guy is in, like, jail now. The guy that started oh, the company. Really? I, he was kind of like a he fraudster. Was he was a huckster of some kind. Oh, of course. It was some guy who came up with stuffed animals but put beans in them instead yeah, i've seen a couple uh i've seen a, was co- there a, there's a couple documentaries yeah there's a doc about them yeah, i watched the one on hbo i believe there's probably enough there's always gonna there's always one on hbo one on netflix of everything now. i love that now i hate it i can't or who <laughs> i'm like i just watched this like what the fuck i think the only one i've watched like two of is like the fire fest one i was just fascinating and that was like the first one i think but like I, the first one yeah that was like the, they, they started like why don't we just make two yeah. Or there's just two guys making the same movie for some reason. And then they did the, the Wu-Tang. The Woodstock 99 one. I watched one on HBO. It was great. And then someone's like, oh, did you watch one on Netflix? I'm like, why? What I do that? I just watched yeah, the I one on Yeah, I just watched the horrible I, experience. I get it. Yeah, I get it. It wasn't good there. It wasn't ideal. I knew a guy that went. Really? He said it was wild, man. Like, it was just out of control. It's scary. And that's like, he's like, yeah, like, you know, people don't realize, like, 
all that limp that limp biscuit shit and corn. He's like that shit was hot back. Like people loved it. They went crazy for it. The whole new metal thing, you know. I was. I think I at that time I was still pretty stuck on like the Offspring and Green Day. (laughs) Okay, yeah, I got all my friends were into like Lincoln Park and stuff. Like I don't know. I'm like this is okay. It's kind of cool, but I definitely wanted a red Yankees hat to wear backwards. Yeah. See, I like. I remember I had like a Limp Biscuit like sticker on my CD player just because I got it out of like a vending machine, and I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. That was a great time. The chin beards were big then too. Yeah, now a chin beard just signifies that you, you, you have you owe child or support. currently do heroin. Yeah. Um, DMX was that, that one, too, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Because that was, like, one of the biggest... The picture of DMX performing is it's so... Like in, people. It's insane. That's yeah. a country's worth of people, almost. Yeah. It's like, what are all... That's what's kind of cool about going to the big festivals, because it is, it is a city. You're, you're living in a small city for, like, three days. It's so wild. Oh, shout out um, Joe, our boy Joe. Yeah. He's leaving for tour. Oh, for the Den Company? He's leaving nice. for Den & Co. That starts pretty soon. Uh, like, he like, leaves this Wednesday, I believe. How long is he going to be gone? He is gone, I think, two and a half months. He's doing the like whole that. tour? He does the whole tour, uh, but he vends. I so, get it. So he's not... I mean... We, I was talking to him about he it. He might go to a couple of shows. but He'll, I think he goes to most. Like, he gets all of his tickets and stuff are covered. Well, Joe, if you're listening and you have an extra for Cincy, hit up your boy. Dude. Hello. Maybe. Or, Bur- or, or, or uh, fucking Star Lake, Burgestown. Oh, is that the one, the Pittsburgh one? Yeah, it's near Pittsburgh. I, it's crazy some of the names for, he was telling me the d- places, and I was like, dude, what? Where are these? And he's like, oh, this is really just Indianapolis. This right. is really just Pittsburgh. Yeah. And it's like, if you live in, I'm sure it's the same when way. When they come to Cleveland, Skyhawk Falls. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you're like, why the fuck would you go there? It's like, oh, because it's Blossom. It's Blossom. Yeah. They don't, do they come here a lot? They come like every other year, but this oh. is the last year, so it kind of sucks <sighs> they're not coming. I mean, I've seen them five times, probably. That's, is this the longest touring band? Well, like the Bob Weir, like Bob Weir and like the majority of the guys from the dead, it's like kind of an unspoken known thing that like they've played the most shows. They've played in front of the most people. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the thing. Yeah. So that's like, oh, but it's yeah. not like a people think, you know, so Jerry Garcia died in 1995. They think the band just like broke up for that. And like they did, but they didn't like they never stopped. Like the, all the other guys in the band, they never stopped yeah. playing. Well, and all those the dudes, song, the songs, it, it was it's an economy. The Grateful Dead is an economy. A hundred percent. It you is can't just shut off the faucet like that. You have they have fucking ice creams shoot like real you yeah. know and then like you know people that have the grateful dead outfit like one of the big ones is joe russo's almost dead j-rad okay and he's like what they call it. he's in like the family like they give him like the fancy like gold belt buckle and it's, like uh, he's, he's it's home. like being in the wu-tang clan but not being like a original member it's like the wu-tang meets like the mafia <laughs> well because the, the wu-tang has like wu-tang affiliates sure and it's like they'll go on tour with them yeah. and they'll everyone knows like oh this person is like wu-tang affiliate and that's how they kind of like make their bread. Yeah, and I mean, music is timeless, but like with those guys, I mean, once they're all dead, I mean, people are still going to be doing it, and it's still going to be making money. You know, like but the as- So like I've seen Phil Lesh, the bass player. I've seen his son. His son's in a band. Yeah, and and he's young. He's like our age, which is crazy because oh, okay. Phil's eighty. <laughs> And his yeah, son is like thirty. Let's fuck. His son's like thirty four, thirty five. Oh yeah, have you seen Bob Weir's daughter? 
Monet. Hello. <laughs> uh, hello, Monet Lisa. Uh, she's a babe. Babe, I've never seen her. Incredibly, incredibly attractive. That's the dream. You marry Bob Weir's daughter. Maybe she hits me up, dude. <laughs> she's maybe she's a listener. Maybe she hits me up at Worst to Pat on Instagram. Yeah, talk. Ask Joe about Monet. <laughs> and it's funny. I'll go. Like, I go on like her Instagram. Like all the other like hippies that I'm friends with on Instagram, I'll follow her. It's like uh, your your ver- their version of Maxim. <laughs> Speaking of, did you see who's gracing the cover of Sports Illustrated swimsuit? I did. Uh, uh, a beautiful Martha Stewart, eighty-one year old. Is she really eighty-one? Goddess. She's really eighty-one. Eighty-one. That's dude. like pretty impressive, dude. Yeah, I don't know if she's actually eighty-one, but that is, she's old. You know who else was striking? Was that? It was a couple years ago. It was Helen Mirren? Oh yeah, dude. She. I was. <laughs> Everyone just, was like, "What? What kind of sorcery is this?" <laughs> I watched her in fucking. I woke up today and watched Fast Nine. I don't know why. Is Helen Mirren in it? And Helen Mirren's in it. What? And she's like kind of trying to fuck Vin Diesel a yeah. little bit. I she think. Take a top off. I did. Would have <laughs> gladly stayed for that. For the girls. For the ladies. I respect them. What is her role? She's like an FBI agent or some no, shit. No, she. Her all of her kids are uh, world class criminals because she's the top world class criminal. Oh, okay. Like uh, a heist. So her. Babe. Yeah, her one son is Jason Statham. Oh. I think her daughter might be Charlize Theron. I don't really know the whole family's. The family tree? Yeah, of fucking Fast and the Furious. I heard something about they're like making a new Mad Max, and the, what is it? Anna Taylor Joy, is that her name, is going to be the new Furiosa? Yeah. Why are they, be, is, are they replacing Charlize Theron? I think it's supposed to be a younger version. And that's cool, too, but I heard that. Her and Tom Hardy did not get along on the set um, at all. I heard they didn't get along on the set, but I think they squashed the beef afterwards, possibly. Once the movie was crazy successful. Yeah. That's a great flick. It, it's also a flick where I can imagine you're fucking pretty pissed the whole time. It's you're gotta be out hot. In the, you're out in the desert. Everyone probably fucking stinks. Tom Hardy is probably just a fucking, not even probably, he is an absolute brute. Yeah. Like, he's a brute of a man. <laughs> He's a guy who takes phone calls with Charles Bronson from prison. Right. It's a guy who is a great actor. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But he always has this like, like thuggish, thuggish. Yeah. Like this brutish style. I imagine it translates, especially in a movie like that, where you're you're probably a little in character the whole time. Sure. So you're probably kind of a dick the whole time. His voice is crazy in that movie. Does doesn't he? Almost, he's like he's like feral. He like barely speaks, right? Yeah, he has very few lines. Dude, he's so cool in Inception. Like, there's no one cooler than his character in Inception. It, like when they meet him in that little cafe for the first time. His like, character ooh. in Inception is, and this might be a stretch, dude, is up there with Tyler Durden Fight Club. Yeah, yeah. It's like dude. this he's guy that, that you're just like. How fucking cool can you be, man? I know, man. And it's just... You're like, I don't even know what his accent is. Yeah, this I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing, really, but you're just wearing cool coats He's a lot. the guy that, like, he builds the dream. Don't they call him the architect or some shit? Oh, no, no, no. The girl does that. Yeah. Uh, Juno. <laughs> Juno. Elliot does that. Yeah, Elliot, yeah. And be respectful. Elliot uh, does no, it. He, he, him. I got it. Yeah. Um, that was a while ago. Oh, for sure. Which is crazy. She Did transitioned you a while ago. stay on... Umbrella Academy? Never watched it. Was she on it when it, she was a woman? It was. When he was a woman? Ellen Page was on it, 
and then I believe they're still doing a new a final season, and Elliot Page is still on. I it. heard it got kind of bad. I can imagine the first season is it's very um, reminds me of fuck. What is the show on HBO? That's a DC show. Doom they, Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol. It's kind of Doom Patrol ish. Okay, but it's more a little more serious, which I feel like they. I, I hope they leaned into a little bit more of the humor. Did um that was a comic book, right? Did mm-hmm. you ever read it? Mm-mm. Okay, because it's more of a modern comic book, right? It's like relatively new. I think it's fairly new. Oh, um, Umbrella Academy is written by Gerard Butler, the lead singer of My Chemical Romance. Oh, that's right. That's that's, a, that's why is. I got such a big following. That's what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel bad. Dylan Devito just saw Coheed and Cambria last week, and yeah, I saw they were in town. Yeah, he bought a he bought a uh, like a long sleeve shirt. He's like, well, they had these graphic novels. That are like based off the story behind the songs, kind of deal. Oh, okay. Like, like every album, like Claudio writes like a big concept album. Yeah. So he made these comic books, and he's like, "Ah, oh, that's pretty cool." But I, I kind of want the shirt instead. He finds out later because a guy had bought it, and he's like talking to him in the crowd. He's like, "Oh, I almost bought that book. It's a cool book." He's like, "Yeah." He goes, "Yeah." And Claudio signed it. He's like, "What are you talking about?" He goes, "Oh yeah, they're all signed. They're all autographed." So like, like, oh yeah, oh, I probably okay. should have grabbed that. Yeah. I I might have wanted, but I bet there were also a fucking arm and a leg. It was probably the same as, I mean, a long sleeve shirt at a concert. That's true. You pay, they you, don't, you pay by the foot. And it's crazy because a lot of the times those fucking, um, the quality on those, not saying nothing against Coed Sometimes Cambrio, they are shit. Yeah. They have, uh, Taylor Swift just had a huge problem with it. Because their merch is garbage. It all, they didn't cure the ink. Yeah. After screening it. So sure. after screening it, you like, I believe it's heating. You like run under another heater yeah. and that like cures the ink. So when people were washing their shirts, all the black ink was just washing out of it. Yep. And they tried to backpedal and be like, oh, no, no, we're going. It's like a vintage vibe thing. And oh, it's like, no, no, it's not. It's, it's, it's going to abs- fall apart every time you yeah, wash it. It's absolutely not that. I mean, I bought the last show I went to. I bought a shirt. It was forty five dollars. And it was a three-quarter sleeve. Not even a full long sleeve, a three-quarter. <laughs> I mean, it's just kind of crazy. Like, I like the shirt. I, had, I usually don't buy shirts at shows. I usually will try to buy a poster. But with these damn, with these fucking jam bands, it's like the, the poster's like a hot commodity. It's one of 500, you know, and it's oh, numbered. Yeah. And especially the fish posters. Like, oh, oh, it's nuts. The When they started doing, or obviously they've been doing it for a minute, but like screen printed and like silk printed fucking yeah, yeah. posters. Those are what, and that's such a cooler thing to me. Like a t-shirt, if it's certain artists or bands, great. Yeah. But so many of them, you're like, this looks like dog shit. I like the bootleg shirts. Bootlegs are usually the better. I have a Chili Peppers bootleg that I love, and then I have a a Genesis. Mm -hmm. I saw them like two years ago. Someone just uncovered a crazy Chili Peppers shirt that was Red Hot Chili Peppers. When Dave Navarro was in the band. Yeah, nice. Yeah. And it's like, it sold for... Is it from that tour? It's from that tour. Yeah. With like all four of them on yeah, the Yeah, he front. was only on one album. <coughs> what happened? It's, was that... It's a good pre, album. Was that pre or post Jane's Addiction? Dur- it was like during. So they it was, was 90, 94, 95? Well, I guess because Perry had like porno for pyros. Yeah. Which is a weird random fact that I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was his other band. And he was always like on drugs and shit. And- well, and it's... So I feel like they were maybe... They're like polyamorous... 
yeah. polyamory of a band where they're like, I, we can have other bands, guys. Yeah. It's cool. It was the 90s, man. Anything was, they were but down for anything. To be in, I love that album. That album that he's on is actually really good. It's crazy to be in two huge bands, bands like that. Yeah. Like, and especially, like, you could say someone, Dave Grohl. Yeah. Was in Nirvana and in Foo Fighters. There was never an overlap. Uh, Queens of the Stone Age, though. At one point, he was doing both of those. Okay. He so was the drummer for Queens of the Stone Age. I forgot about The Queens of the Stone Age was also one of those weird, like, super bands, wasn't it? No. Oh, no, no. That was Velvet Underground. Yes. That was a weird super band. And then, actually, the guy from Queens was in a band with um, the uh, bass player, John Paul Jones, from Led Zeppelin. That was called Them Crooked Vultures. And I can't remember who played drums, but... Oh, I kind of remember hearing about that band. They were okay. Everyone was really pumped about it. We're like, yeah. oh, Josh Homie and fucking uh, John Paul Jones. It, it kind of fizzled out. It wasn't that great. I, I don't think those super bands work that well that Rarely. Way. You he, know Johnny Depp's in a band. Yeah. Hollywood Vampires. He's, I mean, he's been in bands. Yeah. Him he, and Keanu. I, Keanu plays bass. That's why um, all, actors, all actors want to be musicians and vice versa. Oh, of course. There was, because... Dude, Ryan Gosling has a band. Does he really? Yeah, and it, I guess obviously they're probably pretty big because it's Jeremy like, Renner. Did Jeremy Renner? He put out an album, dude. Uh, Bruce Willis. It was like, oh yeah, Eddie. Yeah, he plays harmonica. He's actually really good. Yeah, I mean, also you got to think these dudes probably have when you're filming. It is such a hurry up and wait game. I imagine. Yeah. That oh fuck, I might as well just pick up good. You know, guitar. Yeah, I'll be in my trailer playing guitar for three hours. Yeah, <laughs> you have to sit there. So it's either that, yeah. and especially at the time, there's not like Netflix. That's another thing. Like De- Devito told me, there's this guy that his dad knows that you know he's a fireman, so he's at the firehouse. He's like, oh yeah, he knows how to play like ten instruments. And like, well yeah, because he sits around the fucking firehouse all day. And yeah, <laughs> you're, got, wa- you're waiting for fire, so he knows how to play like a bunch of different instruments, which is cool. I mean, we were talking about that with um, so yesterday. We were just me and Zach scrolling through YouTube, just having fun. And he was like, Oh, have you ever watched Andrew Jackson's Jihad? Um, like live. And we were just watching because he was, and we were talking about the way he strums. So okay. he has this like crazy way where it's like, it's like thumb and then using like the bottom fingers as yeah. well, which I'm sure as a musician, sounds like flamenco style. It, and it's just this very weird, like, his fingers look so loosey goosey, but you're like, are you? Do you know what you're hitting? Yeah, is he just winging it? Yeah. <laughs> and um, I was telling him about there's another tiny desk that had a producer on it, and I want to say it was like maybe hit. I think it was Hit Boy with Gucci Man, and you just watch him play piano, and it is fucking insane. Yeah, it is. Watching someone's fingers go so fast and move and like such dexterity, it's you go like, oh, I see why these like mega good producers are so talented because they're like, I play twelve instruments, dude. Yeah. Oh, I, you think I'm just plugging in drums? I play every every string instrument I used in this song. I can. Oh yeah. Like at least fuck around now. Some of those guys are on their shit. And it, what the the coolest part is when you see people do it. And it's it's effortless. That's when like, that it's and it's. If I'm doing something technical on guitar, you'll know because I'm like I'm paying attention. Yeah. But some people are just like no, no it's like they're blowing their nose. It's, like, oh, it's this care. cool. It's the same way of skateboarding. Yes. Yes. It's when someone's doing something and it looks so effortless and has this like extra. It's effortless with also this extra style put onto it 
because it's so e- it seems so easy to them. You're like, yeah, this is so cool. How do you do this? Like, I feel like your ooh, sorry, I feel like your brain has to work differently. Uh, well, that's funny you say that because playing instruments or probably even skateboarding and stuff like that, it actually when you're learning how to read music and do this or even probably learning skateboard tricks, it actually opens up different like neurological pathways. Yeah, that you might not have used prior. But. Which I mean, completely makes sense to me because also. A lot of that is self-taught. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everyone, especially with skateboarding, you develop your own style and that's like important, you know? Uh, what we, we were talking about earlier was, um, this, you said James Gunn top his top five comic book movies. He was, so I watched a video. He was talking about his top five. Okay. Um, a couple that were on there. I'm forgetting what number three was, but he had, or at least what one of them was, but he had number one into the Spider-Verse. Which I was like, all right, great call. I think Into Spider Verse. That was his number one. That was his number one movie. Interesting. Number two movie. He had Superman seventy eight. Yeah, Richard Donner. I believe that was seventy eight. Yeah. Um, which I've honestly never seen. It's okay. I I mean, it's very dated, but it's it's entertaining. I believe it's probably completely fine. Yeah. I'm also not a Superman person, right? So to me, it's just kind of like. All right. I think that honestly, I think I like the second one better. The one with with Zod and those. Oh, okay. And those homies. That one's actually pretty good because he loses his powers at one point. I and uh, yeah, I like the second one. Um, he then rolled into a couple that one I knew was a comic, the other I didn't, but both like indie style. History of Violence. Oh yeah, yeah. With Viggo Mortensen. Right. Which indie comic, and then Old Boy. What is Old Boy? So Old Boy is a Korean, I believe it's a Korean movie. Um, wildly popular. They remade it in America with Josh Brolin. Horrible movie. But the Korean version is basically this guy gets kidnapped and is put in a room for like 10 years. And he's just shadow boxing and going insane. I think that at. After he gets kidnapped, he's framed for murder. And then he, after like so many years, he looks insane. He's gone nuts. He's just like released back out into the world. And he goes on like berserk. Berserk. But yeah, apparently it was like a sick Korean movie or Korean comic. And it made me think of what are some of the like random comic book movies that I like versus just like, I don't even necessarily know if a Marvel movie, maybe infinity war right. or Endgame might make it in as five. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of prefer infinity war. I mean, Endgame's great, I, but that just that one scene, I know if I could put that incredible. one scene in, um, <laughs> but no, I don't think like a ton of Marvel movies would make it in my top five Yeah, in that regard, just because, there's a lot of other cool stuff out yeah. there. Yeah, I mean, I put Hellboy Golden Army. Oh yeah, yeah, is one of my like favorite movies. Yeah, you know, I know, I never really, I saw the second one briefly. It's dude, it's really good. It's I remember the first one more for some reason. The first one is great, but it's such an intro movie. Yeah, for a lot of it, they nailed that first scene though. Oh, the the the, the birth scene it's is very accurate. Amazing, like that was. Really, really well done. I'm, I love Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. So it's like that's a no brainer. 
And then I put like Blade in there. Sure. Uh, yeah, the more kind of deeper cuts, but I mean, I got to put Batman 89's got to be up there. Batman 89's a good. It's so unique. There's nothing like it when it comes to like a superhero movie. I agree. It, yeah. it was also transitioning Batman into like a legitimate character from like a hokey. It, I think it legitimized. It made all comic books able to be this dark thing they are now. Yeah. Or that this dark thing that some of them try to be or want to be or aspire to be where it's like without that movie it was still Richard Donner Superman though I haven't seen it I know it is slightly more campy yeah there are serious tones to it yeah but it is a bright movie how do we feel about like a Sin City like a Frank Miller so I I have seen Sin City maybe like twice oh, really? I think it's really good yeah it's a good movie um, it's a cool movie I know the second one, Flopperino. I haven't read. I've never read the comic though. You know what movie I was thinking about though? That League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Low key, do secretly. I love the comic. It's not as bad as everyone thinks, and the comic is great. The oh comic my God. is really good, really cool. And Kevin O'Neill doing the the, the artwork oh, is really cool. It's it has an old time feel. Yeah. And I think me liking the comic so much gives me some extra leeway. Yeah. I rewatched it after I read the books. I'm like, this movie's not that bad. It, like it's it, it really isn't that bad. Yeah. Um It's not great. <laughs> a low key fave, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Oh yeah. Oh, good call. Yeah, that's a fun movie. Which they are doing an animated series are they- on Netflix, I believe. Whole cast coming back. Really? Oh, I'm definitely gonna watch that. So sick. Yeah, right? that's gonna be great. That's gonna be fun. It's such a that is a fucking phenomenal cast of actors. A lot of good people in it. Is I mean, Chris Evans gonna come back. Chris Evans is gonna come back. Wow. Jason Schwartzman's coming back. Now I hope um, it doesn't fuck them over like the uh, when they they did the same exact thing with Napoleon Dynamite. They brought the whole cast back for yeah, anime series that just flopped. But I think Scott Pilgrim makes so much more sense I agree. because it is like a comic. You there's so much more to those characters. Yeah, and the movie could, had the right amount of like. Special effects and kind of campy stuff I that love, didn't seem crazy. I love the mix of real and fake yeah. and how it played out. It felt very original. Yeah, it. I think it's an underrated movie. Yeah, like when we flew to when we flew to Vegas, bros. Like, you want, he had his you know iPad or whatever. You want to watch Scott Pilgrim? I'm like, you know what? Yeah, that sounds like a perfect airplane movie. It music. Yeah, you get the music it, in there. Everything too. in that movie really hits on like a certain level that I imagine kids now. Because the Y2K shit is like super back in. Yeah, they're, they're like, this movie rules. This, this, this is, is my entire personality. It has to be someone's entire personality. Or like, you start pe- seeing people wear the, the, the Scott Pilgrim sweatbands. Oh, it would be so cool. <laughs> the um, stupid shaggy hair. I'm trying to think, what are some other. De- Scott Pilgrim's a good, good call. Scott there. Pilgrim's a good one. I weirdly did like Constantine with Keanu Reeves. I heard my buddy likes it. Yeah, Dylan DeVito likes that movie. He always talks I about think it. I've a, never seen it. It is. And I love Hellblazer. It's not Constantine from the comics. Right. Which, it, But it's it doesn't overly try to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's not doing a bad version of it. It's just doing, it feels like an alternate version. I think we, t- I got a good one. I think we talked about this briefly, is uh, Mystery Men. Do you know what comic that's from? Um... I do not. So it's from the Flaming Carrot. Are you familiar with yeah. Flaming Carrot? The dumbest character ever, but for some reason, I just love the character design. Oh, it's awesome. 
For those that don't know, uh, Flaming Carrot literally is just a man with a g- giant carrot for a head, and he, for some reason, has green webbed feet. And oh, toes. yeah, yeah. And he has a nuclear pogo, pogo stick yeah, that was a- made by Dr. Heller, who is Tom Waits' character in, in Mystery Men. Okay. And the Mystery Men, I think, I don't think they ever get their own book, but they're like a little spin off. Storyline in Flaming Carrot. Such a weird thing to get its Very own random. movie. Yeah, I, yeah. Like I was reading about it, and everyone just, just kind of was like this weird property. Like, oh, what if we? Well, we can't do Flaming Carrot because that's just kind of yeah. silly. Well, what if we did these guys? And I think like the original, there was only like the original guys in the Mystery Men were like Mr. Furious and maybe like the Spleen, and like that was there was like two and everything guys. else. Was yeah, like it was kind of made new. up. Yeah, like the Bowler, I don't think was real. But they, that, that movie's crazy. There's so many people in that movie. My dad took me to see that movie on my birthday. That's a it was like my huge eighth birthday. star-studded cast. Yeah, who's, there's a lot of people in there. Who's the main superhero in it? I, it it's Ben Stiller. It's Mr. Furious. No, no, no. Um, oh, you're talking about Greg Kinnear, Captain Amazing? Greg Kinnear, yeah. I wanted to say Waterburden, but I knew it wasn't. Captain the, Amazing I it wasn't actually had kind of a sick costume with like the jetpack. And, and they the had like... Didn't he also? He had. I remember having like Pepsi logos. He had sponsorships all, all over himself. Over. Like toothpaste. And yeah. Pe- yeah. No, that was that is definitely a good one. I'm trying to think of what else that is not super main. Because here's the thing. Oh, I got one. Ghost World. Ghost World. Oh, with um with Thora Birch and Scarlett Johansson. Never seen it. Oh, it's a good movie. Great movie. Oh, yeah, huh? you should watch it. It's fun. It's a fun movie. I got it's two. Flick. I got two that I haven't I haven't seen, but I know they're both pretty. I think well liked. Okay. Um, American Splendor. I was just going to say, does that count? I was just going to say American definitely Splendor. Definitely a comic. Yeah, yeah. Which, side note, if you're from Cleveland and you have never Googled the Anthony Bourdain Cleveland episode, he does He's like. hanging out with Harvey Picard, isn't he? He hangs out with Harvey Picard the whole time and he does like little like artwork, yeah. like sketches and stuff. Super cool. The, Harvey I'm Picard not, is just such an interesting guy. A hundred percent. Like he wasn't an interesting person, but it's it's interesting how he became. It's like known, you know. It's so cool that that is. Um, to me, it's like that's why Anthony Bourdain was sweet. Yeah, is because he didn't go and find some fucking super big celebrity or yeah. Cleveland's well-known or, like, outgoing Like guy. Michael Simon or some shit. He probably fucking hated Michael Simon. Well, he hated yeah. celebrity chefs. He hated that whole And, and not even, like, even another chef, even just, like, so, like oh, finding a random, oh, let's go get a Cavs guy. Go get, like, yeah. some sports dude. It's like, I'm going to go find the curmudgeon that lives in this city <laughs> buried in books. <laughs> and it's like, that's the guy who will, and it's so... It's so much truer to Cleveland. Yeah, what, didn't he like? Wasn't he like always a clerk, like a, like a, some library or some shit? Yeah, he just like, he's he a did a fucking that the disgruntled man. Yeah, but no, that and Road to Perdition. It's also crazy that Picard, Picard, like you know the story, like he worked at American Greetings, I think. Yeah, and that's how he met R. Crumb. Well, they both worked there on the same time. It's like what are the odds, kind of deal. That you know? is, um, it's because Cleveland, for whatever reason, is like yeah. Big American greetings, like Hallmark. Yeah, the headquarters is here. My buddy works for him. And I remember being a kid, and my aunt, who's an artist, she, her and my dad would, I would come home for lunch from school, which they, like, let us do. You get, like, an hour to go home if your parents wanted to pick you up or something. And my dad would do it, like, he would be off Wednesdays. And I would get to fucking go home for lunch. And I... It was sick. Always had pizza. It ruled. 
I remember my aunt being there, and they'd be drawing like greeting cards because <laughs> they would sell like concepts yeah. of cards, and it's like crazy how many. That was such an artist hub. I mean, at one point, it's was commission artist. I mean, yeah, it's a good gig. It Thanks. was the gig. Now. Do people even get greeting cards? Uh, they, they all do, just have Snoopy? It's still a thing. Oh, yeah, it's still a thing. They just got Snoopy, they on, Snoopy them. on them. That's a good point. Well, we're, we're running out of time, or I'm running out of time. I have to leave. I just want to mention the one comic book I've been reading is uh, Rorschach by Tom King. It's fantastic. Loving you should it. pick it up. It's cool. It's very much like a mystery thriller. You know, it reminds me a lot of that Strange Adventures book that I was reading Does. that he did. Um good does it tie into because now i know watchman's part of dc yeah does it tie into dc universe at all it or actually is it pretty self-contained it's, very, it's a little self-contained but the one thing is cool it does kind of reference the show at one point okay uh, like kind of like i the guy i bought it from was telling me like, yeah you'll see little things they'll mention from the uh from the tv show which was very good if you haven't okay. seen it but yeah and it's cool there's some characters in there that like the one character is like literally supposed to be like a very much like a Steve Ditko type character. Gotcha. As like because he's like a reclusive old man that lives in New York, and he used to draw this um, this comic strip called uh, Pontius Pirate. Pontius Pirate, which is actually I believe was tied in with the whole um, the 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 pirate comic book that the kids reading in Watchmen. It's like the book within the book. I got you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The black. I want you want to say the Black Pearl, but it's not the Black Pearl. No, I know exactly what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's kind of cool. And like, yeah, like I said, he's the Squid. Yeah, and then uh, right, right, yeah, and then uh, there's all like Frank Miller is in it. Like Frank Miller is a character in the book. Oh, really? It's very. It's kind of these weird little. Uh, Easter egg type things in there. They're just kind of like, oh, like that's kind of interesting direction you took with this. So I dig it. It's pretty cool. A little bit of a Manchurian candidate vibe to it. Cool. Because um, they're like, it's not the, they're like, oh, this isn't the original Rorschach. There's someone, it's like an imposter deal, but they find out that there's more than one. It's pretty nuts. Because anyone can be it. You just throw on the mask, you know? Yeah, anyone. At one point, Frank Miller is like the Rorschach. Hell <laughs> like, yeah, dude. They take he the mask finally... off. They Scooby Doo him, like take off the mask and shit. And I would have got away with it too. <laughs> if you if you guys would have went out and saw Sin City too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you guys for listening. Appreciate you always. Make sure you head over to patreon.com backslash threads and dreads. You know, a little extra scratch in our pocket never hurt. And we're we're giving you new episodes. We're recording things. As soon as I get back from fucking Utah. You're going to hear all about it. Yeah, we're, um, we're ready for that. There's a the video of our Jack Romer interview is on pa- Patreon. It actually is pretty funny. It's hell yeah, Very dude. funny, a lot of cool little Come listen to me and Jack, Jack jab it off. I found the image he was talking about where it's like the alien and the monkey, and they're like holding like a human child. Oh, hell. <laughs> it's like y'all ain't even ready for this conversation. You guys, man. you don't even want to know what happened. Go to patreon.com backslash threads and dreads. Subscribe. Uh, go subscribe on whatever platform you listen to podcasts, uh, Spotify, what is it, Apple Music now? Uh, I always want to say iTunes. I think it's Apple Music, yeah. Apple Music. uh, Or podcast, they have the podcast app, right? The podcast app. Yeah. And go follow us on YouTube at Untitled Shoe Show for some more video content. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Sean, as always. Yeah, dude. And we'll catch you guys next week. Goodbye.